Oh, Jesus, Lord. I thought the t-shirt was a lot. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? <laughs> who Who are you? What? I'm here to discuss the Batman. How much, how much did you pay for that? This is, it's not important. <laughs> Council Pop. I have the best production value. Oh, look at this. You're just looking for sympathy points here. <laughs> Putting this in the thumbnail. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> get those clicks, baby. Get those puppy. Ha hashtag puppy life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. All right, Keith. We're going to let's get into it. Let's do it. Uh, what new show? Who this? Yeah, first Council Pop. Welcome to Council Pop. Welcome, Brought to you everybody. by the Bluff Council. Yes. Huh? Presented. Is it presented by? Yeah, presented by. Brought to you by. Okay. Same. Same diff. <laughs> new structure. It's Council Pop. It's a you go. <laughs> we're still we're still ironing out the details. Keith, you go. New new structure for new movies. That's one of our uh, yep. new. Attempts at uh, refreshing the page, getting different uh, categories for different types of films. Council Pop is now for, for new movies, our new movie show. So welcome to Council Pop. Welcome to the, the virginal episode. We're going to start each episode by telling you guys our three keys, our three key takeaways of the Batman. Directed and I believe co-written by Matt Reeves uh, of the uh, the Planet of the Apes movies fame, um, most recently, starring Robert Pattinson as the Caped Crusader. You got Zoe Kravitz in there as Catwoman, Colin Farrell as a as a make made up Italian, the Penguin. Loved it. We'll get to it. <laughs> it was, Bellissima. It was, <laughs> fucking prime. It was excellent. I can do uh, this because I'm Italian, so I'm good. As, I'm, he can I'm do good. it. I can't do it. It was he, offensive when I did it. It's offensive when you do it. When I do it, it looks authentic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Paul Dano's the Riddler. You know, you get it. There's a, it's a good cast. It's a great cast. But it's all the rage right now. Sure is. Three keys. You want to go back and Three forth? Three keys. We're still working it do out we here. Start, do we want to start with like what we thought of it? Should we start there? And then we go into three keys? Yes. But let's put, since there's going to be stuff all over the screen... Uh, yeah. We should put like sixty seconds. Should be should be quick. Okay. Like sure. Ninety Keith seconds. He just in his first one, so he has to create all like the I gotta, graphics I gotta and shit. All this shit out. So I'm gonna be like, there's also uh, <laughs> really interesting photos scrolling across the screen right now. Yeah. There's uh, a dragon a really that comes great... in. <laughs> Original content, Keith. We need all that. What do you think? Sixty seconds. Okay. Sixty seconds. And go. <laughs> I uh, I really really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the movie going experience. I, again, high level, love the, the tone, love the direction. I loved a lot about it. I love a lot of the performances, not all, but a lot of the performances. Uh, overall, I like the step in the direction of where they were going. I was impressed by a, a few things that we'll get into, obviously. Uh, but I do have some nitpicks about the overall story and some of the length. The, the length, not some of, all of, I guess. The length yeah. <laughs> of the, the film. The runtime. Uh, which is tied to the story a little bit, the runtime. So uh, yeah. overall, I'd probably give it like a like an A minus. 
B plus? A minus. A minus, yeah. B plus range, like a 90? Yeah. 90 percentile, that's pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everett, how about you? 60 seconds on the clock. I wonder, since, since we're not actually using a timer, I wonder how, how accurate how long this is going to be. <laughs> yeah, not even close. Yeah. <laughs> took three minutes. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. 60 seconds on the clock. I can't see it. Uh, um, uh, I, I think uh, I think I'd probably feel pretty similar. I mean, the short answer is it's great. It's a great movie. I, I, I was really impressed. The longer answer is it's not that great. <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel the same way. <laughs> There's a no, lot it, to it discuss. Is, it's, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, and especially in comparison to, uh, I mean, almost anything. I won't even just say DC films. Uh, just like superhero films or like big budget blockbustery films. It's like phenomenal compared yeah. to most of those. Yeah. Um, so I, I really, really liked it. But yes, it's the kind of movie I think that the more you think about it, you you start to, at least for me, have uh, some more issues, like yeah. things that, uh, you know, nitpicks or things you would, you would like to have seen differently or whatever, or stupid parts or whatever. But like, just don't think about it. Like, how did the movie make you feel? Did it transport you to this world and, and entertain you? Yes, completely. It's very good. It's very good. So we'll each list our three keys. Um, you can put them up on the screen so you know when it's coming. And uh, we're going to cover those topics and probably a few other things. My three keys, that are the main things I, I took away from the movie that I want to talk about, are the look of the film, the, the general aesthetic. Um, I want to talk about... Uh, depression, <laughs> the the sad tone yeah. of uh, of everything, and uh, I want to talk about the DC films and the DC EU and where do we go from here? Where do they go? Uh, how about you, Keith? Uh, my my three keys are the directing. A lot of interesting things with the directing. I think there was a lot of things to discuss. A lot of great things to discuss. Uh, I want to talk about Robert Pattinson. As, as Batman, and where does he fit in in the pantheon of, of Batmans about his performance? R-Pats. Uh, R-Pat, yeah. yes. Uh, and then I want to talk about the, the length slash third act of the film. Uh, I think they a little bit go hand in hand. The general story, uh, but the that five, third act. The five different uh, ending points. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to categorize that, but the story, the length. The movie's too fucking long. You can just put that at the in the category. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the fucking just, runtime. It's a, it gets to be a lot at the end. My first key is uh, the look of the film. Yeah. That is the number one thing uh, that I took away from this movie, and I, and I genuinely yeah. want to hug Matt Reeves and, and thank him. And also uh, Greg Frazier, who did uh, cinematography. We've never hugged. Just, I don't think we've ever hugged. Have you ever offered me a hug? I feel like we've probably hugged. I don't know. I feel like you're like you're you don't really like like male to male contact very much. You're you're uncomfortable. <laughs> certain, I'm very secure, so I'll you know <laughs> we can make out. <laughs> I'm just, all right, I didn't know that was on the table, so I'm just yeah, he's just giving yeah. out hugs all of a sudden. Next time we'll hug. No, I want to hug these guys because like everything I, I get on our, our our channel and and complain about in terms of the look of films and and modern day films. You watch a movie that has a budget of this size, of of this magnitude, where they know it's going to be this big deal. It has all these stars, and the special effects are that bad. That means they're saying fuck you. To you like they don't think you know anything and they think you're stupid and they think you won't care how everything looks so uh digital and polished and plastic and fake and awful 
This movie was none of that. Everything looked gorgeous and real and uh, just right there, you know, tangible. The, the, the color grading, the cinematography, the, 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 the film look itself, like it looked like a movie. It felt like a movie in a way that a movie hasn't yeah. in a really long time for me. Just generally the world building. The war, like I'm, I'm big on that in general, not just in terms of story, although most often in story, but the the, pra the practical Gotham City, like the city itself, yeah. the 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 place that we were in felt uh, real and tangible and 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 grimy, uh, as intended, you know, in a, in a good way. I read something, like just like a blurb online in passing when I was first, I think it was before I'd seen the film, so I didn't want to read too much. But I thought I saw like a thumbnail thing that said uh, that they that they recorded it, you know, digitally on, on digital cameras and then transferred that onto film and then transferred it back to digital. But then I saw the film and I tried to find that article again because I was like really interested in whatever that process was and yeah. I couldn't find anything about it. So maybe that was just like some bullshit <laughs> and I just like stumbled on some random little thing. But now I'm obsessed with like finding out if that's true. If anyone knows, that's thing. Can you yeah. please tell us. Cause... Hit us up in the comments. Uh, I'm sure it's just they added film grain in post. I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah. <laughs> but a, I mean like... It's a simple overlay. <laughs> a lot of movies do that and it doesn't look like this. Yeah, like yeah, this yeah, looked... I, I joke. Yeah. Excellent. Like just gorgeous. Just... I was so happy. Like it was a visual feast. In, yeah. in all the right ways. And I think it's a good segue to, to my first key is, is I'm combining sort of two things because I do think they go hand in hand. It is the directing and the tone of the film. And I think the, the director himself probably leads a lot of that tonality, decision making. So I'll start with the directing. I, I, I thought it was really good. I, I thought it was really uh, well done. All of the imagery supported the characters and the narrative. And, and to me, that's like one-on-one of directing. Like you could come up with crazy cool shots, but if they're not aiding character development or, or, the, or the story itself, like helping drive that narrative forward in a subconscious way, like it, it falls short for me. And I thought that this film did it very, very well. Uh, there, I think there was a handful of of like trailer shots, I don't know, but like like those like just buttery, sexy, cool moments that they built into the film with like beautiful shots. Like the 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 shot that really comes to mind is the shot when the camera's upside down, when uh, the penguin's stuck in the car, and that explosion yeah. comes behind Batman, and he's walking out. It just like they had a handful of like really like jaw dropping shots and moments. Yeah. Uh, from a directing standpoint and cinematography standpoint that I was just like, man, this is like, yes, this is, this feels yeah. good. Uh, so yeah. I was, in, I was impressed with that a lot. And then shifting from the, the, the directing to the, to the tone, which obviously the director has a big say in. I, I love it. I'd love to, I really do want to discuss with you how you felt about the, the, the more adult nature uh, of this, this is this is to me a very far cry from the original Michael Keaton uh, Batman. That that style. Yeah. I'm Batman. Yeah, well, I think that's a great segue to my my number two <laughs> key. Actually, is uh, clinical depression. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, yeah. And and uh, yeah. and the whole tone of this film, which uh, which was very uh, dark and heavy and uh, humorless. You know, for the for for the 
for most of it. You know, All there of was it. Really, yeah. no jokes. I mean, there was like one or two parts that made me chuckle. Uh, I really liked uh, when uh, when <laughs> he punches uh, Gordon. And Gordon says, "You could have, you could have pulled that punch a little." And he goes, "I did," <laughs> okay. but no one's joking. But it yeah, was yeah. funny. Like, I thought that <laughs> yeah. was, I thought yeah. that was nice. I would say that I was really overall happy with the more adult, serious nature of everything. I feel like the reason it worked really well for me is that it was consistent, which has been one of my beefs with most of, if not all of, the existing DC films that I've seen uh, of this recent, you know, EU run. Um, is that they they say that they're serious and dark and they want to be, but then there's like jokes kind of forced in. Oh yeah, oh something is definitely bleeding. Uh, quippy lines and you know, you can do anything. You're a little girl. Moments that like don't match the overall tone of what they're say they're trying to accomplish. So, I liked it. There there was a point after I watched it that I thought. I could have maybe used a little, <laughs> like a little, like levity from somebody. Um, no, just, you're wrong. just not, not like punchliney levity, but like, just like, because I found myself really. We can talk about this. Uh, really loving Colin Farrell as as the Penguin. Yeah. Because he was the only guy that <laughs> that like seemed to be having a good time at any moment. Like that was like. So then I'm like, this guy rocks. Yeah, but he's he was a villain, great. so I shouldn't feel that way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, you're you're wrong. I think it had that because here's why you're wrong. It was because I don't trust my favorite studio. <laughs> once once they get a taste, I, I feel like it's like well, the floodgates are open. Pun intended for the end of this film. Mm, spoilers. The, <laughs> the the floodgates are open, and they're just gonna run with it, and it's gonna turn into this mushy you know, hybrid and where every, you know, all is lost because you, you, it, it lost the complete direction. Slowpoke. Oh, it's on. If anything, here's, here's my take on it. it. The thing that I was most upset about is that they, it wasn't an R-rated film. There's a cut yeah. of this film. I, I left with, with my wife. I forced her to go see it. And we, we, we left and I said, there's a cut of this film that is even better because I felt like I could feel where they were pulling their punches. I feel where where it was kind of pulled back a little bit, and and I I wish they didn't feel hampered to a PG thirteen rating when that movie's not for kids anyway. Like that yeah. movie, like that's that's an adult film. That's was true. You know, murder and and like serious dark tones, a little bit scary yeah. at times. That opening scene is pretty brutal. Like. Yeah, it's it's and it was a great, a great stage scene. setter. It was a great stage setter to the, to the tone yeah. of the film, this universe, this world, these characters. I thought it was great, and then throughout the film, I go, "Oh man, I want a little bit more of it because we're we're here. Yeah. Why are we Why are we holding yeah. back? We're, we're we're at the line. Go ten yeah. more feet, and it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be even better. Well, no, I mean, there's a lot. You brought up a couple things I want to touch on. There is one, the rating. Absolutely, I read that that was Warner Brothers's. One of their only hard and fast rules for Thanks, guys. <laughs> for Matt Reeves I love you. <laughs> was has to be PG thirteen, which I I get, even though that's stupid. Because to your point, this is an adult film. Even if it's PG thirteen, this is not a movie for kids. It's so not. might as well make it an adult film. Yeah, you make a little less money, which is why they wouldn't do it. Uh, on that note, just briefly, let me just say this. Let me just say this. If you're gonna make a PG thirteen movie, uh and it's an adult theme, just don't have someone say frickin'. Just take that out. Like, right, don't put that in the script. Because it, it's more noticeable, and more, it removes me more from the moment 
when the penguin is driving away in a fucking explosion and it's action and death everywhere and, you know, highway pile up. And he goes, you freaking psycho. Uh, the penguin is not saying that. That guy's never said frickin'. That, no. that, that mobster. Yeah. Um, and so I get you can only use so many F-words in a PG-13 movie, which is also a really stupid rule since they had the F-word in the beginning of the movie. Um, and an interesting time to burn it, like what he says, like happy fucking Halloween or something. Like, uh, I would have saved it for for <laughs> for the penguin. Uh, but yeah, just don't do that. If he had just said, like, you psycho, that's better. Sorry. Little Agreed. But this, that's, that's exactly my point. There are a, the littered throughout this film is moments that you can feel where they where Warner Brothers says no. Or, or the ratings, maybe not even Warner Brothers, the ratings people are just like, no, you can't do that. The tone thing, I think there was just a potential, and maybe this can transition to your next key, well, <laughs> I guess we have to wait, is like um, Robert Pattinson, uh, the portrayal of Bruce Wayne, do we want to get to that? It's my next point, so I'm, I don't know what you're saying. Okay, we're so. going your point first. Fix the, fix the ticker, Keith. Uh, because it's a transition, because... I think there was an opportunity within that character to, it doesn't have to be funny and he doesn't have to be like upbeat or jokey, but like that there could have been some humor, some dark humor mixed in with him in, in, in just the way his existence was. Cause that would be one of my beefs is that he was such a goth, like mopey, <laughs> like there was like, I needed, I needed a little bit more of Bruce Wayne. Like, Bruce Wayne is not a mopey goth. Uh, but, but he was in this. See, and this is, I, I, I disagree with you. I, we both like the movie and I find ways to disagree with you. Uh, this is really hard to keep on, so I'm going to take it off. <laughs> no, but you look so cool. <laughs> well, Surprise, well, you got a <laughs> Here's why you're a very unintelligent person. Mm. The, Please. <laughs> my favorite part, one of my favorite parts, if not my favorite part of this film, was how antisocial and disliked Batman was. Because that feels- Bruce Wayne. Both. Or Batman. But Batman, okay. Batman specifically, but you would put Bruce Wayne and they're sort of together in this. That's what I think he would be. That's what I think this character, as I understand him, which I'm no expert by any means, so feel free to kill me in the comments. But. I don't see him, like, if, if he's this dark knight, if he's this dark brooding person who is just a vigilante who says, I am vengeance, like, th these are not light, fun, charismatic words. He seems like a recluse. He seems like a character who would be in the shadows, who wouldn't be this suave Christian Bale type, incredibly handsome, just flaunting money, and just, ha ha ha. He seems like he would be a ghost. Like, I don't know if you have the ability to compartmentalize and be this suave, charismatic, outgoing philanthropist, and then at nighttime, murder people with your bare hands. But you it, can't tell me that wouldn't be more interesting. I don't think like, so. That's I the, think what this a, what a, was The perfect. character you're describing is so much more interesting, like versatile and like deal, dealing with almost like bipolar, bipolar out, I, bipolarity. I, it's, it, to me, it seems inauthentic. And two, we've seen it before many times. It's easier to do that 
The reason it's easier to do that is because the, the Bruce Wayne is what pulls audiences to go, oh, I like him. Look how handsome and fun he is. It's safer to play him that way from an audience perspective, from a Warner Brothers. Like, no, 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 make him handsome and charming and awesome. But then so we can accept his murdery, you know, gothy vibes at night. This is, says no, this is who he is. He's a recluse, he's filled with rage and vengeance and wa wants to, and doing something for the good that he believes in at whatever cost. Well, there's and also I, a, a practicality like element to the character being that, is that he's, he's giving the public face of someone who, who, who doesn't care, who's shallow. You really could be doing more for this city. Your family has a history of philanthropy, but as far as I can tell, you're not doing anything. And if, because in this world, as they've set it up in this, in this, the Batman world, that's the first guy you're thinking is Batman. Like, oh, that, that billionaire that hides in his house all the time and no one ever sees and is weird. Like, that, that guy might be the guy. <laughs> you wouldn't look at Robert Pattinson in his sort of emo, for lack of a better way of describing his goth sort of look on the street and look at him and go, he's probably that guy swinging from rooftop to rooftop murdering people. I'm just saying, it's a short list of people if you, if you wanna really dig in, like just, you're in the city and you're like, oh, it's that, that guy whose family founded the town and no one ever sees him and he's got more money than God. Uh, and I would also just say, it doesn't have to be like one or the other. I would have just brought it a little bit back towards the middle of like, he's still, he, he, he understands his role in the society and the importance of that image. So even if he's begrudging, even if he's like a depressed guy that comes to parties and people are like, God, that guy fucking sucks. Like that's, that's a moment for some humor in, where it's like, like he's just this awkward guy, but he goes and, he, and he's, he's a little more self-aware. He just took himself so seriously. Like that was sort of my, one of my beefs with the tone is like, there were, that guy took himself so Serious. <laughs> yeah, and I think you need to. I think I think I think your suggestions make the film worse. I'm sorry, I, be, because you're 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 going back to what's safer and what's been done. This movie owned, for the most part, other than the PG-13 rating, what it was gonna be. And I I'm, I applaud it for doing that. I, it, this wasn't a friendly, fun Batman. It wasn't a one-liner, one-zinger. It, yeah, but I'm not asking for that. I'm you're not kind, asking for you're, that. You're, you're asking I'm to not. open that door. You're asking to be like, no, 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 I want to like him more. And I want him no, to be no, fun and to have some humor. You can't tell me that that's just by giving a little bit of a, more of a character that he's not just like his one trait is I'm depressed and sad and dark all the time. Just opening that door to being a little bit more well-rounded of a character is not him, him being like, well... Ice to meet you. You know what I mean? Like that. Well, <laughs> All right, everyone. Chill. <laughs> I, 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 I disagree. I loved uh, that he didn't speak for the, the beginning part of the whole film. And then throughout, he was very reserved. Like, I, I thought the character was consistent throughout. And it felt more real. It felt more authentic to me. I, I like that he was, he did a lot with his eyes. I mean, we're in the Robert Pattinson section. Yeah, what I wanted to. What I want to talk about is I think he did a great job of this Batman. Not, maybe not other Batmans, or maybe not the Batman you like or want, but this version, I thought he did a lot. And I thought he did a lot uh, doing very little, if that makes sense. Again, he didn't, he didn't overperform. He was very reserved 
as he should have been because that's true to the character, but I thought he did a lot of face stuff. I thought he did a lot of eye work. Like I, I saw a lot of nuance in his performance that I wasn't expecting. I honestly wasn't expecting. And for the, I was also nervous about, as I think maybe most people would be about like his fight scenes, his fight choreography. Can he handle this big brooding force of nature? And I thought he handled his fight scenes really well. When he walked into that club that second time and was getting shot at and, and just fucking people up, and it, I, I bought it. I go, yeah, this this guy's this guy can do this, and I and I think what seals my believability of him walking into a nightclub clearly outmatched and outgunned, like he's just walking in without a second of hesitation, is because he is a joyless character because he doesn't because he's fucking tapped. He doesn't. That's not important to him. He's gonna go in there and do what he thinks is right. Period. No matter what the cost. All of it, to me, added up in a really positive way, even though it wasn't as fun as other iterations have been. Yeah, I, I thought I thought he did uh, a really good job, and I agree that it, there was uh, more subtlety to his performance than I expected. Uh, my my jury is still out on Robert Pattinson as a as an actor as a talent. Um, Overall, I haven't seen I haven't seen Good Time, which is apparently like a really great film great performance by him um but the other stuff i feel like he is he's a fascinating actor because he really goes for it <laughs> like he's i think he has a tendency towards overacting and the things i've seen him in um and so so i i was afraid he was gonna bring some of that here but he was very mellow i thought he was a great batman i didn't like him as much as bruce wayne because i didn't like the, that that character but thankfully, he was hardly ever Bruce Wayne. Yeah, because like, the movie was about Batman. <laughs> Batman. Yeah, uh, he was. And yeah. I thought he looked really cool. Um, I thought he he did a great job when he's wearing that that cape and cowl. I, w I was impressed with him. Um, real quick, were there other performances that jumped out that you want to talk about? Uh, Colin Farrell to me stole the show. I, I thought yeah. he was. I thought he was the best in the whole film, and I loved Pattinson. But uh, but I. He did such a good job, and they did a, such a good job with his makeup and prosthetics yeah. that midway through the film, I said, oh, I guess they recast him. Like, there was a moment where I go, that's not him. He doesn't look like him. He doesn't sound like him. Like, yeah. completely. And there for a second, I was like, no, 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 it is him. But I, it was, there was a moment where I just, I lost him in the character. And I go, I wonder who that is then. And I, yeah. I thought about it because he did that good of a job. Yeah, he was great. He, he's, Colin Farrell is such a phenomenal actor. Uh, I've thought that forever. He's so good, like you're saying, that he can be covered with 50 pounds of prosthetics and his performance still shines through and is yeah. totally authentic and amazing. Like, I just loved it. Paul Dano, the Riddler. You uh, don't like it. I like, I like Paul Dano. He's, he's a very good actor and he's great at being a creep. Um, <laughs> but I thought he was, he was going for it a little, little too much. I thought it was sort of like he was auditioning for the Joker. <laughs> um, I thought like he he's like this is my Joker moment, so I'm just gonna be the Joker. <laughs> like it didn't seem like any semblance of the Riddler to to me. I don't know. Well, like, it's I'm, a <laughs> it's a different it's a different ad adaptation of the Riddler. It's obviously not Jim Carrey's no, for Riddler. sure. Yeah, it's it's the Riddler as the Joker. <laughs> that's, that's what it was. <laughs> I w again, I wouldn't go that far. I liked his performance. I I bought it. Um, I liked how unassuming he looked. You know, at the end, you know, he just looks like someone. Who wouldn't do all this sort of stuff? I I liked his performance. I liked it. I liked it. I don't think it was, you know, transcendent. 
But I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. No, he's, he's good. Yeah, I'm not complaining. I'm just like, you know. He's being a he jerk. Was, he's he's just being a He's jerk like, I'm getting, I'm getting that fucking Heath Ledger Oscar. That's what, that's what Paul Dano was thinking. <laughs> Nothing to do with all your strength. Let's go to my point three. Wait, what was your point three? Key three. Third key. Just the length. <laughs> the length. Oh, and let's the, go to that and one. the third let's act. Do that. The, the end of the film. Yeah. <laughs> the movie's long. Almost exactly three hours. And when you add the fucking theater experience, that adds 45 minutes to it at the beginning. I hate movie theaters. I hate you. I'm mad. I'm still mad. I, I could rant. You want me to rant? No, I don't. Please. This fucking guy coughing. Guy, guy just coughing. Like, like. I think the long runtime is is. If a movie I feel is too long, I start to look back and go, okay, what what would I cut? What 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 do I yeah. think is not needed? And to me, it's that like final third act because it it felt like it had like three or four endings, which generally I'm okay with. Sort of, you know, one last hurrah, but because um, maybe that can be fun, but it just. The flooding of Gotham, uh, and and the January sixth reenactment. I didn't. I didn't need. <laughs> I don't need that. Like I just. I didn't need it. And if you were gonna do one last like Batman, you didn't know this was all part of my plan. Whoa! It should be like five minutes. It should be like a punch. It should be like a a flurry of action, not like oh a whole nother giant action set piece that takes in itself time to develop for you to fully understand the scale and scope. Like it's just, it, it felt like too, we're doing too much at this point. Structurally speaking, it did feel like it should have been over uh, basically when they captured the Riddler. And that doesn't mean from a story standpoint that that should have happened, but just structurally that felt like a climactic moment. And that's also two and a half hours into the movie. <laughs> so like it feel, and then sort of go like onto a l large set piece so my my thought on this is yes, it it's too long, and I love long movies. You know this. Like yeah. I, I'm not afraid of it. Uh, a I'm long terrified movie. of it. <laughs> if it's great, keep. Well, I don't want it to end. Um, but I think what you have to do is you have to take something out from the middle. So I have a very unpopular opinion that the thing that made this movie too fat uh, is the best part <laughs> is the penguin. Oh, uh, no. I feel like the penguin subplot is what. If I if I'm like a cold blooded editor, that's what you cut from the film, and him, you just have him be completely. like, not completely, but because you want to build him up, you want to tease him for the next film, but like having him be such a focal point. I'm not saying they should have done this. I'm not saying they should have done this. But if you're gonna cut something, I think that's what it is. The Riddler is the focus. The Riddler is like the 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 primary antagonist, and. A huge part of his plan is allowing himself to be captured so that he, his plan can still execute. And then that's kind of a twist, and you need a big set piece at the end of a superhero film. All that stuff. So that checks out. Colin Farrell, as a penguin, doesn't need to be such a character. You have basically, like, four famous villains in this one film, and that's a lot. Uh, uh, penguin, Riddler, Catwoman, and Carmine Falcone. So you're you're just stacking a lot in there. So if the penguin was just like there, couple lines, and at the end you see him rise to the occasion, then that that would help the pacing of the film, I think. Uh, here's why you're wrong again. Because <laughs> um, I like the penguin, 
and I want him in there. I do too. Well, I, I don't. I'm happy. You've, he's in. you've already you staged your case. Yeah. You hate that Colin he's Farrell. the best you part, <laughs> and I wish more characters were like him. <laughs> From a character standpoint, it to me it was also confusing for the uh, Riddler to do, to even do that final. I'm gonna flood the city. What what is his motivation? His motivation throughout the whole film is to bring down corruption. Yeah, he does that. <laughs> got to can... fight the rigged election. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So he. My point is, he does that. Bring Falcone to the light, and we'll and I'll kill him or whatever. Like he's been across the street the whole time. Like clever, fun. He, he mission accomplished. He. Every good villain has to be the hero of their own story, and he was. He achieved yeah. his goal. He was the hero. He did it. Why? Why destroy the entire city? That that takes the ethos out of that character and just makes him. A, a, bl a less, a more bland version of like, I'm just crazy to be crazy. I'm insane to be yeah. insane. Unless I missed something, unless you could tell me like why that was part of his greater plan. But it, it seemed it seemed to just be in complete contrast of what his actual goal was, is to to correct the city and their fake and corrupt politics or, or whatever. Like that was his main goal, not to just destroy things for the sake of destroy things or to build an army of people to carry out his crazy inhumane tasks like that. That's why that doesn't need to be in there. In I, I agree with that. I agree that, that it's it seemed really out of character that uh, his whole point is these very hyper specific, yeah. uh, sim symbolic murders yep. to to prove how corrupt and shitty people are, and then well also you know what <laughs> fuck the te fuck the whole city <laughs> yeah fuck Let's, the whole city I'm gonna kill everyone like that's not what yeah. that character should do that was and that was my biggest really my biggest beef with the whole film is that last part. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. I think there should have been one more crime that was, like, big and brutal. Maybe he wanted to take out the Gotham City Supreme Court all at once or, yes. you know, something like that yeah. that's specific. And, that's specific and to his journey or mission or whatever. I'll say, since we're complaining about this garbage movie. Uh, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Except for the no, last No, I like part. it a lot. I like it a lot. Like, I liked it so much at the beginning. So, for, for to me, the film gets weaker as it goes. For, like, the first hour, hour and a half, I was like, Shit, this is like the best movie I've seen in a really long time. Uh, yeah, and I thought good. like this is like because they're they're basically making Zodiac with Batman. Yeah, like they're making like a true crime ish, true ish crime detective story with Batman, and it's fucking beautiful. Like it's awesome. So I was really really high, but then I got a little disappointed that basically everything gets solved really quickly and straightforward. Like just about every. Uh, conflict or question or riddle is 30 seconds later, oh yeah, yeah we yeah. figured that out. Yeah. And so there was no real sense of like being an audience member and going along with Batman as he tries to uncover these clues and piece it together and there's no, there was no time to really yeah. marinate in like what does that riddle mean? Yeah. And is there a bigger meaning to that riddle? There really wasn't. It was just like cutesy things that he immediately knew every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, it's a really valid, it's a valid point. And your you're only good point of the episode. So congratulations, we got Thank to you. it. I was uh, bound to stumble into one. <laughs> yeah, I, that I couldn't agree with more. And I think you hit the nail on the head. It's, it's time, it's, it's pacing more than it is time, uh, I think. Uh, because if you do that, if you go through some of these, these riddles and exploration, th now that movie's four hours long, like, 
There's just too much in the movie. Some of these movies well, are too big saying. for their that's own good. I would have cut a lot of those mob subplots uh, and, and, you know, it, it was trying to establish so much. Maybe even, like, cut cut Catwoman out. Like, like, like it just doesn't need to be all of that stuff if it was just, like, a straightforward detective thriller yeah. of Batman trying to solve this Zodiac-like killer's riddles. Yeah. That would be, like, a perfect film. And then, you know, one of the early clues comes back and he, he realizes all at once at the end, oh no, you know, I, I, I finally figured out this riddle that he and the audience have just been sitting with the whole time, yeah. like, trying to crack it. That would just feel better. Yeah, uh, I, I don't disagree. This might be a good segue to my final key, which is the DCEU. And where where do we go from here? Where fans? do we go from here? Because it's a, it's a fucking mess. <laughs> it's, it's been a mess for a long time. Um, and I, I, I personally want and hope that, uh, that Warner Brothers slash DC will see the success of this film and the accolades. I hope this film is celebrated. I hope this film wins some awards. It's, it's, it's worthy. Um, and I hope that that leads them to just doing more isolated stories. Like, I guess what I'm saying is, kill the DCEU and just make these movies on their own merits. I think that's what they're doing. I think that's, I think that's, I think, I don't know, but it looks like that's what they're doing with the success of the Joker, standalone, you know, Joaquin Phoenix didn't show up at the end. They're going to have another Joker, you know, it's. Yeah, that was so stupid too. I'm sorry. The, I love that actor's going to do a great job. Barry uh, Keegan or whatever his, how to pronounce that last name, but. I, I think they're going to go down a road of they're going to make their Shazams and they'll be and and Aquaman too, but they're all yeah gonna, the Flash the yeah the Flash these are going to be one off. All three of those movies I think will be independent of one another in terms of overarching story, but they may reference other heroes or may re and those will be li much lighter and more fun in your marvel type stuff but then i think that you know robert pattinson will have a run of batman and 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 maybe there's another joker if joaquin phoenix wants to do it in a completely separate universe i think they're going down that road of just sort of trying to do everything and not make it not worry about having every single thing connect and why do you think they're more. why do you, why do you think that because of I, what I have I, seen no evidence that, that they're look how not, disjointed it is though. Look how like I know, but they, they keep. But this, they don't make great if, decisions over there. Your friends uh, no, over at Listen, Brothers. I'm I'm their biggest fan, <laughs> and I believe in these guys. I've said it for years. My pure unbridled hatred for Warner Brothers Media. This entire year has just been a barrage of garbage. No, I I think their ineptitude. Uh, sorry. Um, just leads to them just doing whatever at that moment. They are a victim to the moment. So they already have Aquaman and, and the Flash sort of lined up from a holdover from that last universe or whatever they were trying to do. And they're just going to let that play itself out. And then they have the, the Joker, which was very successful. You know, won, won an Oscar. Three words for you. What's that? No way home. They saw no. three Spider-Men no. on screen together, and they are 100%. I will bet you the house that Robert Pattinson 
is in a film within the next three years as Batman with Jason Momoa and with no. uh, Ezra Miller no. and 100%. No. 100%. No. Here, I, I'll, I'll take that bet. I'll take whatever you want to bet. He'll be because, in there with Michael Keaton, too. They'll get Affleck back. It'll be a whole fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, yes. Cor correct. Not this Batman. The, the Flash, we know that already. Isn't that proven? The Flash is... Michael Keaton's in The Flash, and Ben Affleck is in The Flash. So, yes. uh, so, so again, that universe is going to continue to sort of be that uh, uh, counterpart to Marvel, where it's a little bit fun and silly and goofy and not too dramatic, and Ben Affleck is in that universe as that Batman, and Michael Keaton will come in because he was a more fun and silly. But this Batman will not be. And Joaquin Phoenix is not doing anything. They're not connecting that universe to anything. So it's you're already nuts. in three different... I can't believe you're giving this much credit. There's just, literally a conversation it. happening right now in that LeBron James Warner Brothers Space Jam room <laughs> where they're like, you know what would make a fuck ton of money? If it we get Robert Pattinson to be in the next Flash movie. Can't do it. Can't do it. I'm not saying they should do it. Because they should the, not. The, the, I'm you're, telling you're you, they're going to. That far tonally, it wouldn't make sense for Robert Pattinson to make. Like, listen, that LeBron James room is where all bad decisions go. I get it. I get it. It's all bad decisions are made in that room with LeBron James. But I just, I, I, I I'm gonna give him this much credit. You guys won't do that, right? You guys won't cross these hard tones and genres completely. Three just, years max. Maximum time that it's going to take for that no. to happen. It's like Ghostbusters. Don't cross the streams. Everyone knows. Is there anything else? Did we, did we cover? I think we covered most. Those are the keys. Those are the keys. Council pop, bitches. <laughs> uh, what else? That's a, and that's a council pop. How's your family life? <laughs> <laughs>